Welcome to Career Wanderlust Podcast, your compass for new career horizon. Today, we are talking with Elisa Granz. Elisa is currently president of Brand Communications with RNC PMK. As an accomplished communications and marketing executive with more than 20 years of experience, Elisa has successfully built major brands with some of the world's most innovative companies. This includes international work in more than a dozen countries across five continents. Not to mention, she is a passionate leader, motivating teams to deliver transformative results. Alisa, thank you for joining us on Career Wanderlust Podcast. Please, could you tell us a little bit about what you feel has been some of your most important career advice and why? Well, first, Jolie, thanks for having me here today. I think we're in such an interesting time, not only in the communications world, but marketing at large. And I always find it valuable to be able to, you know, talk with peers and others about sort of how to how to navigate this world. But I think one of the first bits of advice I often give to people, regardless of whether they're just breaking into this field or they've been doing it for quite some time and looking to make a move is make sure you're finding a place that is a culture match. I I think that you really need to look out for who you're working with, who will your manager be. I think in many cases, who your manager is can truly make or break an experience, especially if you're with a large company where you might find that depending on the division you work within, there's almost like a little subculture, right, right. of that larger yeah. business. So I think you really want to look for culture matches in terms of your professional aspirations, your day-to-day work style. Is it going to be very, very team-focused, but yet you're best when you work individually or vice versa? You know, you really want to look at all of those things. So I think that's generally like the number one bit of advice I give. And then I think the second piece is to be open-minded, be curious, right? Mm -hmm. I think especially if you're just starting out in this field, I mean, for me, I had the opportunity to have some wonderful internships while I was in undergrad that helped Mm -hmm. me figure out what I I Mm -hmm. like and what I don't like. And I was really open when I got my first job at a big PR firm and there were opportunities in public affairs and healthcare. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure either one of them would have really been where I thought I'd get my start. But I ended up getting to do work in both aspects. And then an opportunity a couple of years later came about to transfer and work in brand marketing, which ended up being my love and my sweet spot. But I had such transferable skills mm-hmm. in those two areas. So just be open. There's a lot you can learn, you know, be, be ready to take on new things. And that's how you find your sweet spot, right? Is by being open, trying new things, being taking different opportunities as they come along to see what fits and what doesn't. And, and really... We all want to find that sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you really thrive. Definitely. And and great advice about culture. Absolutely a must. And it's it's one of the number one reasons why people will make a move. It's, it's you know, it's either the manager or the culture is not right. And and a lot of times, especially people who are newer in, in an industry, aren't asking about those things. Is there anything that you would suggest asking in an interview to help learn more about the culture? Yes, I think I think it's a fine I think it's a fine line because I also recognize that we are now in an era and this is a good thing, but we're now we're now in a time where people are I think more focused on work life balance than they ever have been. We're sort of navigating this hybrid remote work situation. Are you in? Are you out? So I I do get a lot of candidates when we're interviewing, and one of the first questions they want to know is how often do I have to be in the office? Um, I think you do need to balance. I would hold those questions till the end. <laughs> impression first, right? I mean, at the end of the day, 
why don't you sell me on uh, what you're going to bring to my company and then maybe we can figure out the possibilities, right? So you have to balance and be willing to give like we are too. But yeah, I think you can ask, I think it is okay to ask questions about the in-person versus remote or what do you do? What do you do to mentor? How would you describe your management style or what can I do as someone on your team to thrive? How can, you know, think about what you can bring to the table. I mean, if you're talking about like literally interviewing skills, you definitely want to make sure you are bringing forth to that possible manager, to that HR individual who you're talking to, what can you bring to the table? Um, and, and then there's obviously going to be an opportunity to poke around and ask about the things that kind of, you know, instinctively are going to matter to you. But yeah, just be, you first have to do the work within, I guess, as yeah. I'm now kind of saying this out loud, get clear on what matters to you. Do your challenge. Right. Of, here are the must-haves mm-hmm. and here are the nice-to-haves because yeah. that way you can really evaluate an opportunity and say, well, you know, it would be nice if, but I'm okay without that. In other cases, you might say, oh my gosh, this is a company that seems like it is a 24-7 grind and that is just not my MO. And, and you might know right off the bat. You know, right. um, yep. so, yeah, you kind of I think the first step is to just get really clear with your comfort level, what you're looking for. And and then it might become a little more a little simpler to know what questions to ask and poke around for. But yes. ask about training. What is the review process? How often are people reviewed? I mean, that'll tell you a lot about a company, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you ask the person, the hiring manager about their own experience within the company, I love to hear about that as well, because what do they like? What do they don't like? Gives a lot of insight into you might get you might get a little bit more, especially with people at the same peer. Yeah, that's a great point. Now, I'm curious because you have great experience all around. Thank Is you. there a story that you could tell us about your mm-hmm. own experiences that maybe like an impactful lesson or event that happened within your own work experience? What happened to you? What did you learn? Well, a couple of things. I mean, I think that now there's fortunately a culture in our society and in business that is much more open to the art of failure, right? Like we all talk about how you learn from failing. Sarah Blakely, the um, founder of Spanx, I love hearing the story that she used to tell about how her dad would ask uh, the entire family to sit around the dinner table in the evening and share what is something you tried today that you failed at? Because he really wanted to encourage resilience and grit. And yet I don't feel I grew up with that. So I certainly was really, really panicked when things would go awry. But I learned quickly, especially at public relations, a lot of our work is event-driven. We're Mm -hmm. often like building these incredible experiences that, you know, all the stakes are on how this event is going to be pulled off, how this announcement is made. And without fail, and I think especially in the event world, like there's always going to be something that maybe doesn't go as planned. Right. But the next time around, you won't forget that thing that you forgot this time. So so true. I mean, this is that's more of a general example, but I would say you definitely sometimes have to learn through mistakes and that can be really scary, especially early on in your career. But as long as you're doing your best to obviously always like check your work, have systems in place for managers to, you know, to, to catch the big stuff, like the little things once you learn, you know, you won't do it the next time. Um, I think on a, on a grander scale, I was very lucky to have an incredible mentor and manager for over a decade during my time at Ketchum. And mm-hmm. she, in many cases, I think, saw things in me that I you know, hadn't yet seen in myself. So she was sort of that lovely safety net who was always there to review a plan, to partner with me. Um, but, but early on with a client that we worked on together, I said, oh, hey, there's a meeting coming up. I wanted to check your schedule and see if it would work. 
at this time. And she said, you don't need me anymore. You've got this. And I wasn't sure that I did, but she knew. And so it, it also takes, I think, you know, build that confidence up. And I was very fortunate again to have this incredible manager who saw my potential and believed in me and was sort of always there if I needed, but gave me just enough rope, right, to, to get up. So take some, take some risks, jump at the challenge, prepare yourself, do not go unprepared, but like, don't be, don't be too scared by it. You know, I think that's, that's something I learned. Really great advice. Really great advice. I think it's transformative advice, to be honest with you, because so many of us are scared of failure and it, it completely stops us from doing so many things. Even if we get comfortable in our job and are able to do these certain things, that failure will stop us from maybe taking another little jump or trying another little opportunity. And when you yeah. realize that really failure is the stepping stone to success, I mean, literally all the little failures, as long as you learn from them, as long as you take a look at them, what, what can I learn from this and apply it to your life? It is a stepping stone to your greater success. And knowing that changes everything. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. No, thank you. That's perfect. Well, tell us a little bit about RNCPMK. I mean, what do you guys do well? What do you look for in your talent? So, you know, RNC, RNCPMK has a really exciting story to tell. We've been around for more than 50 years as a lifeblood of the entertainment industry. Amazing. But now the company is so much more. I mean, if you watch old episodes of Mad Men, you'll actually hear them reference, we got to call Rogers and Cowan because the agency has been around back in the day representing some of the biggest names in talent. Cool. And we still do that today with today's generation of talent. But now we also do so much work in the brand space. That's really where my background comes in and many of my peers. So ultimately, companies are coming to us because they want to drive cultural conversation. You know, they want to do things that are going to be meaningful in society and are going to drive buzz. So we work with everyone from household name brands like McDonald's, you know, that have like 99% brand recognition just from the Golden Arches much to actually businesses that like Masterclass, for example, is a former client of ours. They came to the agency before they'd ever launched. And we had a team of people who actually helped oh, cool. put them on the map and build that initial strategy. So it really runs the gamut from companies who are looking to find their place and debut in culture. And then in other cases, brands that are looking to maybe resonate with a different audience, take a different stance, do something bold that is actually going to garner the attention of the media and drive, of course, social conversation. Yeah. It's like nowadays, a lot of our media are not even going to be interested in covering what you perceive to be as your client's news, if it isn't drumming up a lot of virality in social. So we really kind of have to look at it from all those angles. It sounds like really exciting work all around, to be honest with you. It, it, it is. I mean, and you know, like for years in my former life, I used to go to the Super Bowl all the time. And now I go to things like the Grammys. And of course, when you're sharing photos on social from these events, friends are going, you have the best job in the world. And honestly, I, I, I kind of do. But it, it's really, it is really hard and it is definitely not a nine to five job. It's not for the faint of heart. You know, I was talking with someone the other day who said, you know, the higher you get up the ladder, the more you're kind of just solving problems all the time. That's sort of true. You know, you're, you're, you're really, that, that's what clients count on us for. They, whether the problem is a crisis or whether the problem is simply like, how are we just going to reach this audience that is getting hit by, you know, they're saturated with information from our competitors. So wherever it is, like, we help them solve it and we help them solve it through data and insights and really understanding right. what's going to resonate, what's going to move the needle on their business. And I think what's also unique about our CPMK that not many agencies can claim is our ability to support your sort of cultural marketing needs from a 360 standpoint. We're not just a PR firm. 
Mm-hmm. We also do talent and influencer. We do brand integration. Mm-hmm. We do experiential partnerships. And then, of course, we also have the talent side of the house. So there have been times where, you know, we were brainstorming for a client and an idea came up to do something with a celebrity. And I said, you know what? Let's just like walk down the hall and ask his publicist if this is something he'd ever actually do. Yeah. And it perfect. So I mean, that these are just like some of the unique propositions that we have. And I think that are why we've had a lot of clients for so long because they continue to reap the benefits of how we grow and evolve with the times. Oh, I can only imagine some of the interesting campaigns you've worked on. Thank you. No, this has been great. Now, before you go, could you share with us maybe something that you've read or watched or listened to, you know, anything that had a positive impact on your life that you think someone else might benefit from as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, one thing that comes to mind because I keep hearing from him in so many different places, Scott Galloway, uh, tech, tech entrepreneur, professor, author. I've heard him. He recently was interviewed by one of my good friends on her podcast. I've mm-hmm. seen him on Bill Moore many times, read some of his books, listened to his podcast. And my husband works in a completely different industry. My husband works in like the sustainability environmental space. Mm-hmm. But we're we're both sort of like avidly following Scott's words because he is talking about the impacts of the world we live in and post-pandemic on not just who we are in the workplace, how we are as humans at home and the impacts of technology for better, for worse. So for me, it's really impactful because I'm hearing him speak as a professional and I'm hearing him speak as a father. And he's Mm -hmm. made a lot about being a dad. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I just, I feel like I'm sort of getting this, like, what would the right word be? It's almost like... If efficient's not the word I'm looking for, but when I hear the advice he gives, I feel like I'm just getting a double dose of really great insight that serves me in my mom role as much as it serves me in my leadership role at work. Yeah. Fantastic. I have not been following him, so that's going on my list. I appreciate it. Alisa, thank you so much for joining us on the Career Wellness Podcast. This has been wonderful. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to keeping up the conversation. Definitely. Thank you for joining us on the Career Wanderlust podcast. If you find value in learning from others, give us a like and subscribe. If you're looking to grow your communications, marketing, public relations, or sales and biz dev team with the best talent and quickly, check us out at paradigmstaffing.com and submit a request. We are wishing you a most successful and fulfilling career. Until next time.